Welcome to The Abundance Journey, the show that helps spiritual entrepreneurs create an abundance mindset that accelerates revenue. Secretly, everything you experience in your life is actually abundance. Once you understand how to activate abundance, you find yourself in flow with your business and clients, so it's easy to create the revenue you want. The Abundance Journey is the only show that activates abundance for you, so you enjoy rapid results in your business. Here's your host, the Abundance Ambassador, Elaine Starling. So I got to ask you, have you ever considered that one of the best ways to share your gifts is through a book? That's because writing a book actually forces you to hone your message and really connect with your audience. Well, that's why I am so delighted to chat with Sue Kennedy. She's the founder and CEO of Author Academy, Sue Kennedy Publishing, and the Author Academy Bookstore and Healing with Art. With over three decades of book coaching, publishing, speaking, and even more important, real life in the trenches business experience, Sue's view is radically different. She's often referred to as the people whisperer for her coaching skill that honestly brings out the best in people. Her practical street stabby style makes it easy for her clients to implement her guidance. She loves sharing her success and guiding others through her five-step unique process to write and publish their book. Sue, welcome. Thank you so much for having me, Elaine. It's such a pleasure to be here. Thank you. Oh, I love books. I'm a big believer. I read four or five books a week. I eat them like popcorn. There's always <laughs> blessings in there that you just, you can harness the genius of the world through books. So I'm really passionate about getting people to share what their experiences are through a book. It it lives on after you. It inspires and encourages people. It's just so powerful. It certainly is, definitely. And I, I tell people that every single day. It's just so powerful because a lot of people say, oh, but my, my story's not good enough. Yes, it is. We all want to hear it. We all want to share it. As you say, like you're reading that many per week, <laughs> maybe not everyone's going to read that many per week, but we do read a lot and we get so much from that, you know, like whether that be knowledge or strength, there's so many things that we can, uh, you know, get out of reading a book and writing a book as well. Absolutely. Absolutely. Well, one of the things that we do here at the Abundance Journey that's a little different, most uh, podcasts and shows don't do this, but I like to hold an intention because I always teach my clients start with an intention, which is how we want to feel and what we want to create together through our conversation. Now, it's very interesting to me how powerful this technique is. Psychologists call it priming. It turns out that if you read a list of supportive words before you take a test, you do much better on the test than if you read a list of unsupportive words. Fascinating. So by setting an intention, we're actually activating our unconscious mind. It's like turning on your peripheral vision to say, here's what I want to create and I'm a big believer that we're actually in partnership with the divine. So I've got a specific structure for intentions. I learned from Lynn McTaggart. She's brilliant. And I took her course. Fabulous. I got this download that I need to put bookends around my intention. So I always start with in love and light. 
Because to me, that's acknowledging that the God of our understanding is an active participant in making this happen. And then the intention is there. And that's almost like typing in your address that you want to go to in your GPS system. This is what we want to create. Here is where we want to go. And then it's only good manners to say thank you. So I do. And then at the very end, I say it is done. And that's a reminder to us that we did it. This is really all that's required of us. Except for one more little detail. After I read the intention, we are going to hold that intention for 78 seconds, which will feel like an eternity. Trust me, <laughs> it tends to. But the thing to do is pick up one or two different words that just really resonate for you. Notice the energy in your body. Notice any um, temperature change, like from hot to cold or cold to hot. Um, notice any tingling anywhere in your body. We're just getting the energy moving. That's all we're doing with the intention. And we're having a lot of fun. So is that enough preamble for you, Sue? Love it. Let's do it. <laughs> okay, here we go. In love and light, we hold the intention that we connect with the divine within to share our gifts in ways that empower, encourage, and inspire others to live their gifts too. Thank you, divine. Thank you, thank you, thank you. It is done. We give thanks, and so it is. That was powerful. I don't mm -hmm. know what you felt, but I I felt like the sun radiating out, um, and and it really it reminded me of all the gifts and all the blessings and all the insights that I've received from various books. And I reference books a lot in conversation because these ideas really help guide me, and I often feel led to certain books, and I just felt this love radiating out it's like i absorb the book and out it goes what was that like for you sue so when you're actually reading out the intention well firstly thank you because it was just beautiful but yeah when you were reading it out when you actually came up to connecting to the divine to share the gifts in ways that empower encourage and inspire i just got and i'm getting a tingles now just reading it and then as we were in like silence and setting that intention, I had one of my guides drop in 
really like like I'm here, really landed. And I went, thank you and welcome. Thank you for being here with us. Beautiful. I love that. Absolutely. Oh, this is so fun. I am so excited to have this conversation with you. I recently wrote a book too, and I get how powerful it is because it forces you to organize your thoughts. It really forces you to think through how you say what you say, right? And, And how people can embody what you're trying to communicate. Obviously, you're really passionate about it, too, because you've been doing it for a little while. But what got you started in this crazy world of publishing and writing books? So how it all started was, of course, it always is our own personal story. I mean, when that's the best way to do it, because it's obviously meant to be. So I had everything. You know, I had the husband, the great job. We had a business together house, beautiful dog, you know, all all the things, all the trimmings. And then one by one, that all came crashing down. Marriage broke down. Business, of course, went, you know, um, we we sort of walked away from it. I had no choice. Uh, My poor dog passed away. Then I was about to lose the house and I ended up, I sold it just on the, at the 11th hour before the banks took it. And I fell into a really, really dark depression. I didn't realize what was going on and what that, you know, what was happening. And I then, you know, realized what had happened. And because that wasn't, it wasn't something you talked about back then. But I got to the stage where I actually considered suicide. And it was only because of my dogs that, uh, who sadly I've only just lost. Um, what the main one that saved me and pulled me out of it I only lost him a few months ago but he was amazing to just he recognized that something was wrong and he just like pretty much got in my face and got his paw and and snapped me out of it and so from that I then went well wow what's going on and I did heaps of research and everything to find out what it was and then I, that's when I found out that I was very depressed and I needed to do something about it. So I did a heap of research to find out why and what causes it. I mean, well, my situation was what caused it. It uh, didn't help anyway. And so I started taking notes on that and then went, hmm, maybe I should put this into a book to help others because I was doing it more to heal myself. But then I thought I should share this with other people. And if I just help one person, I've, you know, achieved something great. But, of course, I wanted to help many people. So I did that. And then, of course, from there I went on to write many other books and one that shows people how to actually write a book. And from that I turned that into workshops and now my coaching programs as well. That is brilliant. That is absolutely brilliant. And (laughs) you made me think of another book. (laughs) That's so funny. It's The book is called The Survivor's No. The Survivors Club. And in the book, they talk about something called the 10-80-10 rule. And it was coined by a guy in the UK who teaches special forces how to survive literally life and death situations. And I read this and I thought, you know what? If you are alive and kicking, you're in a life or death situation. So what they said with the 10-80-10 is 10% of people, when the stuff hits the fan, 10% of people are natural leaders. They come up with a quick plan and they take action. 80% of people are followers. They don't have a plan, but they know somebody does, and they follow the leader. 
the mm-hmm. last 10% of people are in such a state of panic and emotional overwhelm that they can't function. They can't absorb information. They just can't take action. So the big aha that I got from that 10-80-10 rule is I never have to panic again, ever. I have the choice to be a follower. And I saw what you just did. You went from that deep, dark pit of despair and being near suicide. And you said, hmm, I think I'll do a little research on this and see what's going on. You became a follower. You started researching all these different books and collecting information. And then you turned it into a book, Becoming a Leader. Hmm. Hats off to you. That is brilliant. Good job. Mm, Thank you. Yeah, it's not an easy journey that we're on here. I call it the abundance journey for a reason, because your life is a journey of abundance in all different areas of your life. But the thing that's so ironic to me, no two people define abundance exactly the same way. And obviously, Sue, since you are an expert at writing a book and you're working with would-be authors... How would you define abundance? To me, yeah, because a lot of people coin the word abundance with money, which it's lovely to have money, but it's not the be-all or end-all. To me, abundance is when you're happy, you've got complete happiness and joy in your life and you're looking at the world through the eyes of love and seeing how you can make it a better place and being able to make it a better place to me is abundance like we're sharing our abundance with other people so it's it's yeah it's being in that happy place to me that's that is abundance and i I say this a lot to people being in the present moment is the most amazing place to be. It's the best place to be. That's where you should be living from. That is abundance. Absolutely. And I love what you're saying because truly everyone has these little insights, these little gems, these little ahas that they can share with other people that can really make a big difference for them. Just give them a new perspective or give them a sense of hope. And when you realize that you just being you is the very best thing you can do for this planet. That's abundance right there. (laughs) That's real abundance. Exactly. Yeah, exactly right. So, yeah. Well, you know, one of the questions I have to ask you, because obviously you're working with a very special kind of person, someone who truly wants to get their gifts out in the world in the form of a book. And that's a process. But there are usually certain symptoms, certain challenges, perhaps, that people run into where they go, you know, I kind of get in touch with Sue because she gets it and she's going to help me get where I want to go. What would the common denominator be? Where are people stuck before they work with you? So I find the most common problems that people have is, well, they don't think that they've got a good enough story. And let me tell you, you do. Everyone has a, a great story within them and po- probably more than just one. But one of the biggest things is people just don't know where to start. 
they're like, and because it is, it's it's quite an undertaking to write a book. And it's like, well, yeah, well, then where do I start? How do I start? And that's where I come in. And I can help and guide you through the steps and move you through it in a seamless way. And all of a sudden, you'll have your book written and done. Well, what so, I also love, Sue, is frankly, you're a fun person. <laughs> Yes, so, I love so fun. Making it a little more lighthearted instead of, you know, this is really tough and you're just going to have to work on it. No, no. You're sharing your gifts. You're celebrating your life. You're celebrating your experiences, even the tough stuff, because the tough stuff is often where you learn the most. Yes, definitely. Exactly. 200% there. Because I also have a process, one of my processes in my coaching program, I, because uh, I'm an artist as well, and I, I love both writing, and they're both creative, like writing and painting, and I'm like, well, which one do I decide to do? And I went, I don't have to decide. I'm going to bring the two together. And so I, that's what I did. So I have a process. I've got two tools that I use because one is that we go to the canvas, and this is to help you unblock. Or to and it's 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 a bit of a mix of everything. It helps you unblock what's going on, your story, or if something else is going on that's stopping you from moving forward on your journey. And of course, it heals. So one is to go to the canvas. But then I thought, because I'm an intuitive artist as well, so that that's sort of I think where the magic happens because we go to the canvas and. It's pretty much that what comes through on the canvas is our soul passing that message to us. So because we quite often as living in this human body, we don't we forget to stop and listen <laughs> uh, and take those beautiful gold nuggets that we already know. And but anyway, a lot of people, I found a lot of people too that uh, get quite anxious at a blank canvas. Now, sometimes I look at the blank canvas and go, oh, where am I going to start? And so it can get quite, you know, people can get quite anxious. So I've now also become a neurographica a specialist coach, and it's relatively new. Yeah, uh, I haven't it, heard of it before. Could you explain what that is and what that yeah. does? Yeah, so it's a Russian gentleman that created it in back in 2014. So as I say, it wasn't that long ago. And amazing man, and he's created this beautiful modality. And what it is is pretty much just paper, pen, and markers. And we, what we do is we draw neuro lines. So I'm asking you questions as we're doing this, but and there's different kind of algorithms that you use depending on the situation. And as you're drawing the neuro lines, I'm asking you questions, but all of a sudden you do, you get the messages start coming through. You get like the ahas, uh, which are the messages that are coming through from your soul of what's actually going on. And all of a sudden you go, wow, that makes complete sense now. And so, yeah, we pretty much, and then we create new neural pathways. So it's it's a really great way of doing it. And I, I thought this is a fantastic tool to add to my toolkit because it's for those people that do get quite anxious and don't want to go to the canvas. So we've, you've got the choice of either. And, and if you're really excited, then you can do both. <laughs> <laughs> I love that. that. Mm. I, I really love that. I love that you're bringing in different modalities because, yeah, I mean, who hasn't hit 
writer's block. You know, staring at a blank canvas is petrifying. And being able to use different modalities, even music and movement, I mean, anything that ignites you and gets the energy flowing. But I love this idea of neurographica. I've never heard of it before. I'm definitely going to have to check that out because I love things that stimulate your creativity. And one of the things that you said that I really want to point out to people, ultimately, your book is always about your own journey and all of the things that you've overcome and how what you learned from it and how you approach it now so when you think you don't have anything to share on the contrary you've got a lot of gems of absolute gold in your life and being able to access that and i think one of the other things that you said peripherally and i want to point it out people don't love themselves mm. and they don't give themselves credit for how much they've accomplished and how far they've come. Mm -hmm. And by writing a book, you actually get to acknowledge and appreciate yourself and fall in love with who you are as you are. Mm. Yes, 100%, because we tend to forget. Like I know when people have asked me, and so what have you done in, you know, in your life? And you, yeah, unless you actually record it, you do forget. <laughs> like I, I, I sort of go, Oh, yeah, I did that once before. Yeah, I've done that. And, oh, yeah, I've done that. Oh, actually, yeah, that's, um, yeah, I actually have accomplished quite a bit and uh, I should be very proud and I am very proud of what I've accomplished. So, yeah, and your story will resonate with other people and help. They will, it will help other people that are going either through the same situation, similar, it won't be exactly the same, of course, but going through a similar situation or they may know someone that's going through it and they can say, you know, then finally they can say to themselves, oh, my goodness, thank goodness that I'm not alone in this. There are other people that are going through this. I feel I feel much better knowing that at least. And, so. you know, you just hit back again on our intention to share our gifts in ways that empower, encourage and inspire others to live their gifts too. Mm. You exactly. just brought that home again. So thank you so much for saying that. Now, I do have another question for you because I've noticed in my own life that when I want something to change on the outside, like I want to have a book done, something always has to change on the inside before the information starts to flow and I really kind of get in the zone and I can make it happen. What do you notice has to change internally for your client's to realize their dream of having a book? I think the most, I think the very most important thing is that they have to realize that they are good enough. I keep saying that over and over, but that is a big thing that stops people. Once they accept the fact that their story is actually good enough and they are good enough, they will then, it'll, it'll start flowing. Once they can accept that, and, and comes back to, as you say, loving yourself and accepting that you are actually very amazing and you have so many gifts to share, it'll come flowing out. And, you know, it's not an egotistical thing. It's, no. it's more of a recognition because from my perspective, you are a tiny chunk of the divine here on earth channeling the divine in everything you think feel say and do and so 
sharing your experiences in how you are getting clear of limiting beliefs and things that have stopped you and challenges that you've faced, that is really valuable information to other people. I mean, look at look at how I took the 10-80-10 rule and ran with it. I'm not a survivalist situation kind of person. I'm not, you know, with a dagger in my teeth and a, a gun in my arms. No, I'm just living my life and doing a podcast and a video show. So I still have to deal with that stuff hitting the fan sometimes. And then I've got a choice to make. Am I going to panic? Am I going to follow? Or am I ready to lead? We mm. Being able to have that kind of insight has truly transformed my life. I've got a choice. And now I know what my choice is. And I know how to approach it to get through whatever the problem is. You've got access to similar tidbits and insights that can transform people's lives. And the ironic thing for me, I don't know if you have a similar situation, Sue, but I've had so many situations where <laughs> a really uh, one that I remember strongly, I was working on a project with a friend of mine. I had two different pieces of research that I thought were pretty interesting. The first one was kind of the setup research. I mean, it was interesting, but it wasn't all that. The second piece was like, oh my gosh, she's going to freak out over this second thing. Well, I shared the first thing and she totally freaked out. I mean, she didn't even want to hear the second thing. And I finally found out that because of other things she was working on, that first piece of research just fit so many things that were important to her. No wonder she was so thrilled by that. And I had no way of knowing. So I was a little mm. disappointed that she wasn't that interested in my second thing, but that's okay. You don't know the impact that yeah. your book, that your insights can have on people. Exactly right. So an example of that is one of my authors who she had a child that was had cerebral palsy and sadly she passed when she was only about six, six and a half. But anyway, I met her through a course that I was teaching at the college and uh, about creative writing and she was one of my students. Anyway, she didn't want to sort of say too much and at the end she came up to me and said, you know, do you do one-to-one -one coaching? I said, I do. She said, I'd love to book a time with you. I said, perfect, let's do that. But I know as we were going around the room uh, and, you know, I said, you know, what are you writing about just so that we can share with the class so we can all support each other. And she said, oh, yeah, it's about my daughter and I've been writing this for like 30, 35 years and I haven't finished it. And I, honestly, I because I, I just started talking and I just went, and my voice, even my tone of my voice, everything changed. And I even went, where did that come from? And who was that? And I now know it was her daughter coming through me. And I just said to her, you need to finish this book and you need to do it now. And I went, okay. And I sort of, I don't know if I actually told her because she wasn't as spiritual as me. So I thought mm, she might sort of go, yeah, anyway so I, I left it <laughs> but I know it was her daughter but anyway we ended up of course we finished the book it's you know, been published for a few years but her book was about her daughter and how and the struggles and everything that they had to go through because and especially like 30 35 years ago or even longer things were a lot more difficult we've got more technology and everything in you know these days and but her book explained you know the different things you know they had to deal with 
with having a child that had cerebral palsy. And I said to her, this is going to help so many people. You have no idea because they're probably in a situation as well where they don't know what to do. And after reading your book, they'll be like, oh, wow, we didn't think of that. Yes. Wow. And and we can actually, oh, didn't know you could reach out to someone like that. So, yeah, you get so much more, so many more resources yeah. are available to you through your book. And, yeah. and it's an immediate connection with other people. I mean, honestly, you're connecting your heart to the hearts of your readers. How can it get even better than this? It's amazing. Okay, I have to ask you another question because it can be really challenging when you're writing a book, when you're doing any project, there's this tendency to just kind of want it to be all done. <laughs> like, where's the magic wand? And sadly, it doesn't happen that way. It's a process. So mm. so when you're working with your clients, what is a baby step that you get people to focus on where they can see that they're making steady progress and they're on the right track? Okay, so uh, there's a couple of things that I can I can sort of answer to that one is what I do when I show them how to do the outline I actually tell them to then we break it down and I say now give me some subtopics for chapter one for example so give me four to six things that are going to go into chapter one and then you just write about one of those little topics now once you've finished all those topics all of a sudden the chapter's finished well not completely but to a draft stage the other thing that I because a lot of people sort of start and then they the reason why they don't finish is because they don't know where the book's going to end they haven't sort of set that intention at that point so what I always say to them is write your last chapter first Ah. and that way you know where it's going to end so it's easier to fill in the pieces that get you to that ending that is brilliant. And I love how you brought the intention back again, because we started with an intention. This is what we want to co-create through our conversation. We want to have a great time. And we also want to get people to connect with the divine and share gifts in ways that empower, encourage, and inspire others to live their gifts too. We're literally helping people and guiding people to live their gifts. That was the vision for this entire conversation. And you've been brilliant at helping us understand how we can bring that to life. Thank you so much. You are most welcome. Thank you. Well, you also very generously talked about a free gift you wanted to make available to the audience. Could you tell us a little bit about that? I can. I do have a free gift, uh, and it's a 30-day uh, free writing challenge. And so p- pretty much what happens is every day I end up in your inbox with a new – It's uh, what I do is I give you a picture I get you to look at the picture for five minutes and then I get you to write for 15. And it's a great, great way to help you with writer's block and to just start, yeah, getting things flowing. I love that. I love that because you're so right. Just engaging different modalities, like looking at a picture and whatever that is for you, whatever comes up for you, whatever insights, or it reminds you of something, or it has a a different meaning to you than what is actually in the image. It can spark all kinds of ideas. That's really a cool exercise. I love that. A lot of people love it. 
I can see how it can get people in flow for sure. Well, one of the things that we do that's a little different here, we always turn the tables on our guests because we know that when we give is when we receive the most. So Sue, what can we do to support you? Look, I would love it if you just went on and gave that 30-day free writing challenge a, a go. I would love that. And so, yeah, the, the link to that is www.authoracademy.com.au forward slash gifts, G-I-F-T-S. And don't worry, because the show notes are going to include that link. And I'm also going to ask you to go check out Sue's social media links that, that are also in the show notes, because this is a lady you want to get to know. She clearly is a nexus point for ideas and insights that will blow your mind. So you definitely want to be in touch with her. Sue, You've made my life just a little difficult because I've been taking notes while you were talking and now I have to come up with one thing to activate abundance around. You're not doing me any favors, young lady. Sorry. Just saying. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really nice problem to have. This it is, is great. It is. Thank yeah. you so much. What an incredible conversation. Thank you so much, Elaine. It's much appreciated and thank you for having me. Absolutely. Well, stick around because we're going to activate abundance in just a minute. So are you ready to activate abundance in every single area of your life? You can get in flow with your business and your clients. It's as easy as you can imagine to create the kind of revenue you really want in your business. You can join me for the Abundance Journey six-week training and coaching program that help you turn your problems into prosperity. Just visit theabundancejourney.com to sign up for our next adventure. Sue Kennedy's amazing, amazing. You know, sometimes you meet people and you just click with them because they're so bright, they're so insightful, and they're so generous. And you can just feel Sue's heart. So step one, gratitude. I'm really grateful to Sue for taking the time to share her insights and, and be the blessing that we were talking about. I mean, honestly, how can it get even better than this? Well, step two, acknowledge something you heard that was an aha for you. And I loved when Sue said, we don't listen to ourselves. We don't capture those insights that we have. And I loved her technique of bringing in a different modality to spark new ideas and to prompt new perspective. What a great technique to get out of your own way, get out of your own head and start the energy flowing. That's all you have to do. It doesn't have to be perfect. You're after a rough draft when you're first working on your book. You'll polish it later, but the key thing is to just get the energy flowing. So bringing in a different modality and really listening to ourselves, that can unstop us in all areas of our life, not just when we're writing a book, but all the time. Love that. Step three, appreciate the difference it can make in your life. Well, hey, who doesn't want to get unstuck when they're stuck? <laughs> I think it's a brilliant concept. Bring in a different modality. Whenever things are feeling restrictive or difficult or confusing, mix it up. Put on some music and dance. Try to come up with what's a, a popular song title that might represent what's going on. Um, 
you know, draw a picture. Another technique is whatever your dominant hand is for writing. I happen to be right-handed. Try to write with your left hand. You will get a completely different message. So I love this concept of using a different modality and listening, really listening to yourself. There's another great technique to channel information where you can ask the question, what does the divine want me to know? What does the universe, what does God want me to know? And then just start writing and write and write and write. And it doesn't matter if you don't think it makes any sense, just keep going. And when you feel like you're kind of running out of steam, then stop. And then go back and read it out loud. You will be so amazed at the brilliance that comes through you. And you had no idea. How cool is that? You have access to brilliance. And it's all flowing through you. You just have to unstopper it. So bringing in another modality can help you do that. Yay! Thank you, Sue. Step four, activate abundance. There's three different ways we can activate abundance. Pull out a calendar and actually write it on your calendar. Like maybe you sign up for Sue's 30-day challenge, writing challenge. You could schedule that on your calendar when you're going to do the 30-day challenge. That'd be a really good thing to do. The other option is to come up with a physical trigger, like crossing your fingers or tugging on your ear as a reminder of how you want to show up. The third option is to declare what you're going to do. And that way you can get people to help hold you accountable for your actions. It's one of the reasons why working with a coach is so incredibly effective because not only are you having the accountability piece, you also get the guidance. So when you do hit a roadblock and you do get stuck, they can help you get unstuck, like, you know, bringing in different modalities. And I'm fascinated by the neurographica. I'm going to have to work with Sue on neurographica because it sounds really cool. I'm so stoked. Okay, so step five is celebrate your progress. Remember, this is a process. And every time you watch The Abundance Journey, you get new insights, you get new ideas, you get new opportunities that open you up to receive even more love and blessings than you ever imagined. And the beautiful thing, there's no end to love. There's no end to abundance. There's always more for you. Thank you so much for joining me today. I'll see you next time for The Abundance Journey. You've been listening to The Abundance Journey Show with Elaine Starling. Visit theabundancejourney.com slash podcast gifts to access today's gift as well as gifts from our other guests. Tune in every week to activate abundance in your life and business. If something resonated with you, please share it with your friends so they can benefit too. Keep activating abundance and we'll see you in the next episode.